Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Behind the Bliss podcast. Today you have both hosts. I'm Mary Scott. (laughs) And I'm Rachel. (laughs) And we are going to do a fun um, March spring catch up and just kind of do an interview with us, um, kind of talk through just what's going on in life right now, things we're learning, um, kind of maybe how some of our New Year's resolutions are going and just anything that comes up, you know? (laughs) Yes, we are coming at you with no agenda, which sometimes are the most fun. Yeah, yeah. Basically just going to talk with each other as besties, which we already are, and let you guys listen in. So, um, Rachel, how's it going? I'm doing good. I um, have a few days to breathe where I've kind of set aside and I'm not doing much besides just recording the interview with you and um, hanging out with friends at parks and... Catching up with Thomas, and we made breakfast this morning together, so that was sweet. But what'd you guys make? Oh, nothing fancy, just eggs, bacon, (laughs) (laughs) the usual. (laughs) Yes, I'm like, when you if it was up to me, I have this new breakfast favorite. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I went and visited my Mimi and Grandy, my dad's parents, about two weeks ago, and she does like a full tea party spread for breakfast, and it's amazing. And so I was inspired. And um, she made us yogurt parfaits. And so I've been mm. having like my own little yogurt parfait with yogurt and um, and then kind of flavoring it on my own with honey. And I have like almonds and different nuts I kind of top it with rather than it being granola because mm. gluten-free. And then um, it's been so good, especially if you like put some fruit like strawberries or blueberries on it. Well, it's so funny that you say that because we have not been parfait people in years and all of a sudden in the last two weeks we've been making parfaits, which is hilarious because that's just how our lives go. Yeah. But as far as gluten-free granola goes, our favorite is Purely Elizabeth. Have you never had that? I have. And we have the yellow bag in our pantry, but I don't know. I, I like it. I really do, but- It doesn't do it I just kind of prefer nuts. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Well, Scotty, what have you been up to recently? Honestly, um, just continuing to nest this little house. We finally have every single room in the house with a piece of furniture in it. So this weekend we got our big couch for our cozy den and I literally have not moved from that room. It's like what? I didn't even understand my need for an extra room in our house, but you've been here. It's like a teeny little yeah. house. We no, can like see it. one in from the other. And I did, we've not been utilizing this decently sized room and all of a sudden it's like our favorite room in the house. And we went um, and we've been re-landscaping our yard. So Daniel, like his self-care method is yard work, um, which is so funny. And so we've been re-landscaping the yard, aka he's been doing it and I've been watching. And so (laughs) this weekend we went and got all of our new hydrangea bushes and we've been thinking about what to put in our little four by four little garden for the summer and just kind of digging through when I've been sitting out in the sun. I'm taking like two weeks off social media just for like a a cleanse of the heart, which I can get into more later. But I like realized how much time I had um, now that I'm not on my phone all the time. So I've just been sitting outside and it's kind of here in Columbia getting like to that weather where it's long sleeves and shorts. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like the awkward, I'm not quite sure what I should be wearing yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't really yeah. know what to be wearing. So I'm like going outside to try and get that vitamin D on my face, but wearing a sweatshirt. And I'm a little bit late, but I typically go through the Cultivate What Matters power sheets every year. And of course, it's like the end of March and I'm just now filling mine out. But I kept telling myself I hadn't had time to do it. And then I just took away Instagram and I finally had time to do it. Isn't yeah, that I don't funny? Know where. Um, and so I just literally have been doing a lot of just that and getting in a routine in our house. Like I felt like we we both kind of were not feeling like our expectations were being met, not necessarily in marriage, but just kind of like with chores. And so I've been kind of um, reassessing how we do life and it's been going pretty well for the last week where I'm just trying to like figure out how to, um, you know, not have 10 loads of massive piles of laundry and always having to do dishes. So I've been implementing some new day-to-day rhythms. So that's been good. And everything else is great. You know, it's just, it's good to be like feeling like spring is coming. Like the, yes. the, the you know, flowers are popping out. It feels like the days are a bit longer. It just feels happier in my spirit. Me too. I would say the same. And especially Birmingham, it rained for probably a month straight yeah. with a yep. few peaks yep. of sunshine. And so Ditto. we've had two full days of sun and I feel like a new person. It's crazy. And I really do believe like our... I know they say that, but like, especially just with like depression, like our moods and our atmospheres are so affected by the weather. And so I totally just feel like a total shift in just both of us um, as we get to like work in the yard and sit outside. And yeah, yeah, it's just been really sweet. Um, So what else is going on in the heart space? Is there anything you're learning these days? Gosh, I just feel like these days I've learned that following Jesus is a lot easier than sometimes I make it out to be. And yeah. um go into I'm, that. Okay. I am really a systems girl. Like I love systems and routines, but further than that, I like having them but knowing why I like them or else mm. it would be hard for me to keep them. If that makes sense. Mm, that's really good. Yes. So, um I've just been learning that following Jesus doesn't have to be, and this sounds so elementary, but it's just becoming so real. Like I've known it with my head and now I feel like I've known it with my heart. Now I'm knowing it with my whole soul and spirit Mm. is um, like he really just wants the first fruits and just to be a part of your day. He doesn't want anything super big or thought out. He really just wants to be a part of it all. And so um, it just – yeah, one of our favorite podcasts is by Christy Knuckles. It's Glorious in the Mundane. And she says it well where, you know, when she's folding her son or daughter's clothes, she's folding their undies and praying over their purity or folding their mm-hmm. socks and praying for where their feet will go. And I've kind of taken that into heart and done that in our own home. Yeah. So if it's, you know, unrolling a rug, like praying for like the tears or the sweat or whatever that will be in the rug and on the rug and that the rug would be blessed. And that sounds so silly, but like truly inviting the Lord into everything and saying, I just don't want something as simple as this rug without you a part of it. Or I don't want mm-hmm. something like a house without you inside of it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to go throughout my day without you being at the forefront. And so nothing extravagant, but maybe it just looks like making the bed and like praying for intimacy or like so good. making – Um, you know, prepping meals and praying for health and nutrition and things like that, that I feel like now are coming to the forefront of, oh yeah, that's right. I can't do it on my own. (laughs) 
which sounds like I said elementary, but it's just becoming so real and I guess more easy. Well, it's way simpler. I think I think you're right. I think we get in our own way a lot of the time and think, you know, I have to be sitting at 6 a.m. with my lovely cup of coffee and read my Bible. And if it doesn't happen in that in that way and in that space and in that time frame, then it just doesn't need to happen. And I think what you're speaking to, which is something that I think that I've been addressing in my life too, it's, it's really not that like we're – I mean, we are inviting the Lord into that space, but He's already there. I think it's more that we're transfixing or transitioning our brain to realize that, that, that He's there. Does that make sense? Like yeah. it's – it's almost like an acknowledgement of of that thing, and it's a it's doing more for our mind and heart, um, obviously, than it is for the Lord's. He's just like, yeah, notice me in this space, right. and you're doing that by inviting me in. And I think that's exactly right. I think going back to Christie's glorious in the mundane, she released a new song, kind of about that. It's called "In Every Way," and we can link it in the show notes. But it's just noticing the Lord like when the sun rises and when like just in the in the moments of the day and like noticing that I'm still breathing and and the world is still turning and and acknowledging that as like the Lord's power it's just it's totally done a work in my brain and my heart too so I'm so glad you brought that up honestly if if our commandment is to rejoice always pray continually and in everything give thanks that that can be really overwhelming for me specifically because I'm like pray continually. Are you kidding me? Like, what about conversations? Are those just commercial breaks? You know, I just was thinking through how do I really truly do that? And that is what it looks like. That You know, for me, if I have a quiet time in the morning, it's natural for me to be like, okay, that was my prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. and continue throughout the day as if I had just checked a box when in reality, this isn't a check in the box type of relationship. And, you know, I don't... totally. Go on dates with Thomas and be like, okay, there was our date for the week. Like, I'm excited for any opportunity to date. And that should be the same in my relationship with Jesus. Duh. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting back to the root of things, which is really nice in uprooting little T truths that I've always held true and replacing them with big T truths. And it's just been, yeah, an uprooting season, which has been really good, really painful, but really sweet. Well, yeah, speaking of pain, I do feel like I've just been in this season the last month of just like really intense refinement of like my sin. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just been in one situation after the a next where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can see like God bringing up like what's the tool called when you're like chiseling a piece of art? I don't even know what it's called. A but chisel, like I, I just think. Yeah, okay. I could just see him chiseling away at all of these really ugly, hard places in my heart. And it's kind of started in a few different ways, but specifically I got asked to be a guest at this women's gathering that we do in Columbia called The Well, which I'll do in a few months. But what what the process looks like is I meet with two mentors that are kind of on on the leadership staff and we just kind of process my entire life. And ironically, I went into the whole thing thinking, okay, like I'm super emotionally healthy. I've been in counseling for 15 years. Like I know my crap. You know what I mean? Kind of mm-hmm. pridefully going into this, like I think I know what it will talk about. Like right. I can't anticipate. I kind of don't really need all this prep work. <laughs> you know, all like kind of stuff because you know I prep my heart every day but it's been haha hilarious to see that this 
whole season of preparing for this um, night in April has completely been another season of refinement. And it's been one situation and one conversation after another where I've been awakened to parts of my um, character that are just completely disgusting and ugly. And it sounds dramatic to call it that, but I have to call it that so I can change. Um, And so basically it's just coming down to just kind of having a really ugly discontent heart but because of the way I live I kind of cover it up so you can't really tell of course um and so I've been kind of spending some time that kind of was what prompted me taking some time away social media too just kind of like getting back to the root of like me as a person in my heart and so I've been studying um a lot from Psalm 51 and kind of committing to memory some verses that I'll read um and everyone knows this verse but it says you know create in me a pure heart O God and renew a steadfast spirit within me do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me restore me to the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So I started studying this verse after I was just talking about this new couch that we got. And the moment the couch was delivered, I was unhappy because there was a part in our room that I was unexpected, unexpectedly needing to now um, decorate because the couch wasn't as big as I thought. And I literally like kind of had a complete diva moment and my heart was just so ugly. And my husband was like, We just spent so much money on this couch and the moment it got here after we waited for like 10 weeks was how upset you were with the whole situation. And it was really eye-opening to me because in my heart, I didn't – like I was just realizing how discontent I was. So Mm -hmm. I've started doing a little bit of like a word study on like pure in heart and just the heart. Um, And you know, there's a lot of verses like, you know, where your treasure is – there your heart will be also because you know over the out of the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks and I just was seeing over and over and over again that the overflow of my heart was speaking ugliness you know what I mean like yeah discontent unhappy dissatisfied all the things and so that's kind of where I was like I just really need to step back and be like what is going on in my heart? Right. So I started doing the study on like specific words in the text. And so I started with pure and the definition of pure was um, a few things, but these were a few that I wrote down. Um, unmixed with any other matter, not tainted, free from what violates, containing nothing that does not properly belong. And so as I started doing this study, I was like, oh, like it's clear that my heart isn't pure because I've invited so many things in to what I'm considering my treasure that my heart is now not pure. And that's what's, you know, coming to the surface when I speak and when Mm -hmm. I'm stressed and when I'm ticked off or I'm not responding with, you know, the grace and love that people deserve from me and that I desire to be as a woman of God, you know? Um, And so it's been really cool. I've just continued to learn and kind of press in to what it means and really committed this verse to memory that God would just renew a steadfast spirit with me. And so then I was like, well, what does steadfast mean? Um, And steadfast means firmly fixed in place, immovable, not subject to change. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is also completely contrary to who I am because I'm a woman that's dictated by her emotions. Um, And, you know, my boss always says our feelings can be indicators, but not dictators. And so what this was revealing to me was I was getting to a place where my surroundings were dictated by my feelings. And so if I commit 
to asking God to give me a pure heart, one that is solely for him and not tainted and not having anything that doesn't properly belong and a steadfast spirit, which means that I am a a woman who's not easily moved by my feelings, then I'm going to feel more at peace, you know? Um, And so that's kind of what I'm just really pressing into right now is just figuring out like, how can I ask God to make me less moved by my ever-changing lifestyle? Or is there a way I can remain calm and less changing by my life? Like, am I a steady person for someone who needs me? And I want to be that. So anyway, those right. are just some things I'm learning and processing and just trying to ask God to shape me and continue to chisel me. But you're right. Like, it is a painful process to be chiseled. And I don't like it very much. <laughs> Praise God, though, that we are so self-aware that we can pray for him to come into our hearts and to chisel out what needs to be chiseled. Because I've been in places in life before when I didn't want to be chiseled, so mm. I didn't even pay attention to those parts of my life. And I look mm. back on moments or situations when I reacted, and I think, gosh, like I wish that was chiseled out then, and I don't have to go through that now, you know, with the responsibility of caring and loving another human right now, like Thomas. And I feel like marriage has done that a lot for me, has just put me in situations where I'm able to watch myself more than ever before react to things and realize, mm. oh, I am not as patient as I ever thought I was or, you know, like all these things and these thoughts that I feel like the world would try to tell you like, oh, stop hating yourself. Be who you are. You know, if you're impatient, like embrace it. Like that's just you, boo. You know, like those little taglines. And and I'm thinking like, yeah, that is me. That is my flesh. But I am not wanting to be of my flesh. Like I don't, I don't want to be that for somebody else. Like I want to be patient and kind and you know, slow to anger and all these things that might not come naturally to me, but it's a learning process and I and I do want to be refined. And so asking to be refined and chiseled out is um, dangerous, but really fun. I also think, you know, it's going to end up being a lot less painful if you surrender to that refinement as it comes rather than yes. like going kicking and screaming because then you're going to have to do like double refinement, right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Or... It won't come at a time when you've asked for it. It'll come mm-hmm. at a time in a circumstance that you kind of just have to rally and refine real quick, you know? Right. And you won't have the same process of refinement where it's slow and the wor- and the Lord might be working on your heart slowly, but he's working on it tenderly. In other moments, you know, you may have needed to be refined, but you just turned your head from it in a, a situation or circumstance kind of forces you in the corner of refinement and you just got to get it done real quick. And I never want to rush through refinement. Oh, that's good. I never want to rush through refinement. That is good, girl. Mm. It's just also like pruning. I mean, the in John 15, it's just like pruning is, is happened so that we can bear more fruit. It's not because we, you know, are, are, are bad. bad. Yeah. And we are, we are, you know, the depravity of man is a real thing. We are, we are bad in our sin, but like, just as a gardener prunes back a bush so that it can bear more fruit and more beauty, the God, like our God has to do that in our hearts as well. And so I think when I notice it like that and I, I change, I change my perspective to think, Oh, like I'm coming out of this, you know, the best version of Mary Scott. Um, then I'm more willing and less prideful to resist that. So that is good girl. I needed that. 
Thank you. I needed that too. I think we're all going through it, whether we want to realize it or not. But if you just lean in into the hardship or the discomfort, you're going to get straight through it um, yeah. with more knowledge and wisdom and power, you know, yeah. and a peace of mind than if you were forced into it. So I volunteer for chisel. I volunteer, I volunteer. for chisel. That is good, yes. girl. Okay. So it is March now like halfway through March, almost April. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like we just had the show we talked about our goals. So I want to kind of revisit those, keep each other accountable, keep listeners accountable. If you listen to the show about goals, hopefully you kind of thought through some of your own or maybe you wrote them down or talked with friends about it. But Scotty, how are your goals going? Um, mm. Do you feel like you have been on top of it? Are there some that you've kind of, you know, saw that were unrealistic that you're having to kind of narrow down and simplify. I'm just curious. How are they going? (sighs) I wish I had had my list right in front of me, but I can talk about a few. So we've talked about how this is our year of preparation for baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that is not meaning like we're actually there. But I just have felt like in January, like God was telling me to kind of prepare my heart um, and my body for that. And so I – have a I just kind of gotten in a good routine with my health and there were a few things I needed to address like I have really terrible hip pain so I finally started going to a holistic chiropractor and in the process of that I um she had me go get um x-rays and it turns out that in my lower I don't even know I'm gonna really butcher this so if you if anyone knows what I'm talking about don't judge me but like in your lower back um you're supposed to have five vertebrae and I only had four and so my body was working overtime and that was causing all the pain in my hips so I've gotten that really good and under control and I've started going to her like twice a week and I've gotten really into um, going to burn boot camp, which is like my new favorite workout gym in town. And it's really inspiring to me because all of the moms that are in there, like some of them are working out and are complete beast modes at 40 weeks pregnant. And I'm like, okay, this is amazing. Um, so I have been enjoying that. And then as far as eating and things like that goes, I actually, um, you know, I've been like a huge, and I am still a huge Kelly Levesque fan and the whole Fab Four stuff, but I was kind of feeling a bit chained to that. Um, and so I've just been having a lot more leniency with food and like eating rice and, you know, things like that, (laughs) that I enjoy that aren't bad. And you know what I mean? Just kind of going about my body and my health and my food in a way that, is sustainable long-term and just kind of listening to my body a little bit more. And so I feel like I'm in a really good place when it comes to that goal. Um, And then one goal that I feel like we're not doing so well at is the weekly date night planning session for our, um, for our budget and meal prep. So one of my goals or one of Dana and I's goals was for us to, do a date night once a week and then a night once a week where we like meal plan for the week ahead and we go through our money and all that. And I feel like it took us until like last week to finally get a groove to do that. I just feel like January, February, it's just like, granted, I want to give us some grace and just, you know, we just moved and it's just been a little bit bonkers. So I feel like we're starting 
that goal of like getting back on budgets and having, you know, that kind of a routine in place. And so that's something that I think that we're both hoping to continue to improve on. I'm trying to remember what some more of my goals are that I talked about on the show. Do you remember? I'm doing a little bit of scripture memory. Like I was telling you about Psalm 51. I've been memorizing that this week, but I would like to memorize more. So that's another goal I'd like to improve on. But what about you? Yeah, scripture memory was on mine and I am not as far as I had imagined to be, but I am excited because I've I've just been um, not only memorizing new scripture, but I think because now this like scripture is stirred in my heart, I'm memorize or I'm remembering and calling to attention mm. old scripture that I memorized maybe like in college or even mm-hmm. as a kid, which is really sweet. Like when scripture is the forefront of your mind, hopefully I'll always remember it regardless of what happens. But I think it's so powerful. It's it's going to be really hard to not remember, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's 100%. been situations or moments when like, like I was in a situation the other day with some people that aren't believers and um, turned around and like had this five second <laughs> doubt series where I just was thinking through like, yeah, God, that is weird. Why, why do you say it? that's just strange and like being really overcome. <laughs> and then I remembered the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the Lord of God stands forever mm. and the word mm. of God stands forever. And um, that was my first memory verse ever, like as a five-year-old. So I was like, yeah. the quest widows and the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. <laughs> like, and, and so it was sweet. And like, I remembered it in like my childhood voice. And I was like, you're right. Like, where is that childlike faith? So things like that, that I haven't, you know, memorized that scripture, like re- revisited it in a while, but it came to attention. And that's that is why I'm memorizing scripture. Exactly. Not because I like want to, you know, be like, yeah, I've got all of this memorized. That's that's just not it. It's for those memories and those situations in general. And so it was perfect and kind of brought me back to the center of this is not like a accomplishment. This mm-hmm. is a character and a tool and a resource and a weapon. And those are completely different. And so if I have that outlook, I feel like it's going to be something I look forward to rather than, again, like checking the box kind of thing. So scripture memory was one of mine. One of my other ones was um, to become like best friends with Thomas. Like just like laugh and like just do fun things. And um, that has been so fun. And I feel like we truly have become like better friends and we don't bicker as much just because I, I now have come to like an understanding or I've become, I began to understand like who he is and like what he means when he says things rather than how I interpret them. So that's been fun to navigate. I feel like we are hitting this fun stride coming into our third year of marriage. I totally agree. I looked at Daniel yesterday. I was like, I think we've fallen more in love, you know, (laughs) which is so sweet. I totally know what you're saying. <laughs> yes, falling more in love, like just best friends. You've learned how to do life together. You learn like, you know, I like to tuck my foot underneath your calf when I sleep. Like just things <laughs> like that that I'm like, <laughs> become real. I'm like, this is just how we do it. And I don't care well, if I we're do doing feel it like, wrong. It's just yeah. how we're going to do it together. Well, I do feel like at least yours and I, yours and my first few years of marriage were just tough in general. And I feel like I'm finally in a sweet spot. You know what I mean? Yes. Praise God. Oh, it was hard. Praise God. I know a lot of people are like, the first year of marriage was beautiful. And I'm like, I don't know. Was it because I'm an army wife? I just did not feel that. Um, I'm like, bull caca, tell me the truth. Like, (laughs) I know. 
I know you're lying or there's something completely wrong with me. No, yeah, but like our first few years of marriage is really hard. And there's a lot of talk about who are we going to be and what are we going to do and where are we going to live and all these dreams. And I feel like it's been so sweet that we have prayerfully been like on our face about these dreams for a long time and they're happening mm-hmm. and they're starting mm-hmm. and like we're mm-hmm. seeing the fruit of it now of the seeds we planted three years ago just in faith of being like, I don't know what the hecky is going to happen, but this would be really cool. And Lord's like, 100%. yeah, it would be cool. So excited. That's a part of your story. Just wait and see. And now these are the moments that we're starting to see and to have that person to celebrate with because you planted the seeds with them in a really hard time when you didn't feel like planting anything mm-hmm. um, has just been really sweet. So we've become best friends. And then my other one was that I don't even know if we talked about what's on the show, but Mary Scott and I are very similar because we've moved around a ton. Like we, I I don't know, like I've kind of lived my past four years on a six month cycle. So like every six months, I feel like my heart and my body and my mind is like ready for the next. It's like, all right, this is about the time we should start packing. Like, let's go ahead and start packing and preparing for the next transition, Um, which has been great. But this is a season of sitting still and planting our feet and just being where we are. And I'm excited to call Birmingham, you know, home and where we are. But I just was looking forward to friendships and like having friends that our kids could grow up together, those kind of relationships that I haven't been able to have because we've just been so right on the go. And we, you know, as soon as you invest in a relationship, you're saying goodbye four months later. Mm-hmm. So um, we have some like best friends that we've made even in like the past month that was our goal. And I kind of feel weird friendship being a goal, but we wanted to keep each other accountable and we could, we could do marriage alone and just have our own routine in the evenings or spend Sundays after church, just like watching golf together, you know, but (laughs) we wanted to keep each other accountable and go out and make friends and, friends that love the Lord and could like help us raise our kids one day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he has just brought those like so full circle in the coolest ways. And we have just been like making great friends. And that's just been sweet because I've missed that a ton. Totally. I completely agree. And what married people might not know if you're unmarried, but it's a miracle when both husband and wife get along with both oh, husband and wife and yeah. other couples. <laughs> like, yeah. A miracle. Like, I have really good girlfriends and Thomas is like, I don't know. I just don't jive with him. And I'm like, seriously? I know. I know. And vice and versa though. So I can't get mad because he'll, you know, he'll be like, oh, this is so-and-so. And and I'm like, yeah, his wife, we just don't have much in common, which is okay. And, and I'm up for having friends without anything in common. It just takes a lot of effort. Right. And that's fine too. But the the friendships that you have when both just click and work and jive and like he can hang out with him while I hang out with her separately. Right. Those it's are like the you're, friendships Those I are want. the friends you're going to go on trips with and those are special. Yeah. And grow up with. And so I love it. just thankful. Yeah. I love that. Well, are you loving anything these days? Like, what are you just <laughs> obsessed with right now? <laughs> what am I obsessed with? What am I obsessed with? Um, still obsessed with True 40. I went this morning in sweat at like 6.30 and it was just amazing. I love leaving and feeling fresh. So that's been great. Um, Good. Love that. Also, okay, I just have to say something really crazy, but and maybe it's just me 
seeing the Lord and everything now, kind of going back to the beginning of the show. But Thomas and I have been watching American Idol. And it is like such a a real uplifting and secretly gospel-centered show now. Really? How has it changed? Yes. Like, it's it's exciting. It's about these people who have had hard lives and, you know, are trying to, like, share their talent with people. And Hmm. um, there's a lot of, like, scripture quoting from Lionel Richie, and I think he's a believer. And I know Luke Bryan is a believer, so he'll say, you know, I'll be praying for you and – and your family and he'll encourage people and it's just full of affirmation. And I feel like the old American Idol, when Simon Cowell was on it, it just was really like discouraging and it just was awful. You know, it was like awkward and kind of made fun of people. Now it's just so sweet and tender and like people share stories and there's tears and there's hugs and so much family and encouragement. I don't don't know. I'm all about it. So I love love American Idol. (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy, but... Yeah, loving American Idol. And then there was one more thing I was going to say, like a product, but I can't even remember what I was going to say. Girl, mm. you better remember that. We'd love to know that. Too. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember. Um, also, loving Fabletics. Okay. So, Everyone's been saying that lately. I think there's a new pair of pants that I was interested in looking at from them. Yes, they are legit. Like, I, I got them in college, and I remember being like, the quality was fine, but it just wasn't something I'd want to keep up with kind of thing because mm-hmm. it is it can be subscription-based, but now it doesn't have to be. Nice. Um, and so I started ordering more things from them um, just because I wanted things to wear to True 40 because I was wearing like the same black leggings every time. And that's just – you can't wash them that frequently. <laughs> so um, I ordered some more and then just became an ambassador with them a few months ago. And so I've been getting things every month now and – legitimately mary scott like they are some of the best leggings i've ever owned and i'm not saying that well are you like an ambassador with a discount code yes well not necessarily a discount code because you already can get two leggings for 24 dollars. so there's not much cheaper you can get oh. but i do have a link that kind of leads you to some of my favorites that i've picked out so i can just put yes that in can the show we, we'll put that in the show notes i love that yeah. well kind of similarly I have kind of become an ambassador for Primally Pure, which is funny because most people know that I. it's rare that I talk about non-beauty kind of related products when it comes to non-toxic stuff, but I am ever-lovingly obsessed with Primally Pure these days. <laughs> um, like What specific product? Um, okay. I mean, there's so many. Well, first of all, I switched to their deodorant because I had done native deodorant for a while and... They, of course, got bought out by a big um, Fortune 500 company, and they added fragrance back into the deodorant, which made me so upset. Um, so I did a, a detox spray for my armpits and then switched to the Primally Pure Charcoal Deodorant, and it is phenomenal. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Can't say enough good things about it. And then I love their Dark, sham- their dark Locks Dry Shampoo. Um, so those were my first intro products and I was like, you know what? I've got to get more. So I became an ambassador with them and I literally got this, a package in the mail like four days ago with, um, two body butters, a body oil. It's called the blue tansy body oil and it's an anti-inflammatory body oil. And I'm not, I'm not not kidding. It's phenomenal. So I had like stretch marks, a few places on my body that nothing would help. And I put blue tansy body oil on on this these two spots and like 
almost they're completely gone. Like it's insane. Um, so I got that, and then they have this body or body butter called um, vanilla. Oh, it's almond vanilla, and it smells like wedding cake. And I literally can't describe how scrumptious it is. Like I, uh, I yeah. cannot get enough. I can't get enough. So I'm loving my my go tos probably right now from them are the blue tansy body oil, um, the body butter, the vanilla almond one, the deodorant, and the dark shampoo. And I like literally can go seven days with putting their dry shampoo in my hair, which is phenomenal. Um. So I'm loving that. Okay, what am else am I loving? I'm loving all the sourdough bread making. I, I've it's been funny moving to Colombia because I've been trying to meet new people, and so my way to get into other people's houses has been making them a loaf of bread. <laughs> so I, love it. I um I literally started making sourdough for people and wrapping it in like a clear like little thing and putting a bow on it and putting like love the mercers and so then i'll text them or like just leave it on their door and pray that like that means i can have a neighbor across the street that knows me and so i've been loving that and then what else am i loving okay i'm loving the vital proteins collagen peptide creamer Um, so I love obviously just regular collagen peptides, but I've gotten really into the creamer they have. It's like coconut oil. I mean, sorry, coconut milk powder with, um, collagen and it's delicious and it makes it really frothy and it blends right in. And if you're on the go and need a quick breakfast, it has great protein and healthy fats. So I'm loving that. So those are like my few things. Um, so yeah, all the fun stuff. I'm really loving just the weather. Yes, I was about to say, and the weather. Just the weather and the sunshine and the happies. Um, And we're almost at one year of Behind the Bliss podcast. Yeah. Look forward to some pretty fun stuff happening because of so. Well, it's so fun to talk about what we're loving because I feel like we're always asking other people, but to share it with y'all is a blast. And we are so thankful that you listened to today's show and that you tuned in. Um, Of course, we are going to put everything that we talked about today in our show notes at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. And you can scroll through other episodes, see who we've chatted with before. And we have some super exciting guests coming on in a few weeks. So stay tuned. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us over social media. Mary Scott will get back to you in a few weeks, but we are are here and happy to help. Um, And then, of course, if you love today's episode and you're loving Behind the Bliss in general, we would love if you would just head over to iTunes and leave us a quick review. Reviews really, truly only take like 30 seconds. Um, You just click the star that you are seeing most appropriate, whether it's one star or five star, and then you get to write a little short note about what specifically you're loving. And not only is that super encouraging, but it also gives us great feedback about the show and what we can help improve on. Amen. And it helps people who may have never heard about Behind the Bliss find our podcast. So it's a win-win-win for everyone. True. I've found some of my favorite podcasts through just reviews or, you know, similar podcasts when you scroll to the bottom. So it'd be super fun just to pop up on someone else's podcast because of y'all's reviews Mm -hmm. and be able to have more people a part of our community. So if you would do that for us, we would be so, so grateful. And of course, we will see you next time. Bye, guys. 